What's going on, friends? Welcome back to the Anti Bro Show, episode 13. I'm very sorry it's been so long. Um, a little bit of a life update from me. My last podcast that I posted was about how to structure a bulk properly, you know, how to tailor your nutrition and training in order for you to gain the most amount of lean muscle tissue possible. Um, after that podcast, I actually went away for two weeks to the Dominican Republic, where I basically just chilled out, relaxed for two weeks. Um, recorded plenty of content uh, ready to upload to my YouTube channel. If you haven't checked out my YouTube channel, if you just search Jack McDonald, it'll be the first thing that pops up. Um, so I've started that. Now, having come back, I've obviously been busy trying to upload those YouTube videos as well as getting myself back into the swing of things with work, which would explain why I've been away um, from podcasts for so long. But anyway, enough of that. We are back, and that is all that matters. And today, we have my good friend, Ollie Killy. Um, this is a very much an impromptu podcast. Ollie hollered me on Saturday. Um, you know, he wanted to Skype me on uh, on Sunday to arrange a video. So where we're going to do like a powerlifting session. He's going to take me through that, and I'm going to do a, a bodybuilding session. I'm going to take him, him through that. Um, so I said, you know what, mate? While I have you on the phone, we may as well do a podcast. And that's what we did. Ali is an online coach and he has his own academy called Rise Academy. Um, he's got a very, very motivating social media feed. And, you know, the content that he puts out is just top quality. Uh, I've got a lot of respect for him. Um, his academy is called Rise Academy and it is dedicated to upgrading men around the world. And in this podcast today, we talked about, you know, the fitness industry as a whole, but we also talked about different ways to optimize your life in terms of performance, but also in terms of, you know, your mentality. And it was great to pick his brains. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you've been eagerly anticipating the return of the anti-bro. Please welcome my good friend, Ali Killy. Listeners worldwide, welcome to the Anti-Bro Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Sorry it's been a long time. I'm here with my boy Ali, a very like-minded individual um, who we've been in contact with for the last, you know, last few, maybe last few weeks, last few months. He's a coach, he's a motivator, he's big on social media. Um, so please welcome Ali Killy. Welcome to the podcast, my friend. Thank you, man. Thank you. Glad to be here. No, it's nice to have you on, man. This is a very impromptu podcast. We only spoke yesterday uh, about arranging a video, and then all of a sudden we're doing this podcast on a Sunday evening, so it's good, man. Um, why don't you start then by giving my audience, and probably me as well, uh, like a better background into you, as a, like, into you, like where did this your fitness journey start, and how has it progressed to where you are now? Yeah, yeah. Th- first of all, thank you, man. It's a, it's a pleasure to, to be here. As you say, it was a very... Um, unplanned yeah. podcast, and, <laughs> and, and 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 then here we are. Well, uh, my name is Oli, and uh, I I started my fitness journey when I was seventeen. Okay, that's the first time I stepped foot in the gym properly. I mean, before that, I was just messing about, and uh, and then from the age of seventeen, I decided to that I really needed to make a change, hmm. and uh, I was fed up with the way I looked. I lacked self confidence. I was a skinny dude. I mean, I'm six foot four back then. I was probably six foot two, six foot three. Hmm. Um, and my weight was around like one thirty five pounds, so I was really skinny, and and I really wanted to change that. So I got into the gym and started trading and experimenting things, learning along the way. Um, picking up injuries, doing some mistakes, the whole shabang. And then um, up to six years ago, that's when I started taking my game seriously. Uh, six years ago, um, 
I had the opportunity to train in a fantastic gym uh, down in Coventry called Future Fitness. Uh, the environment was so supportive and that led me to my first uh, men's physique competition. I placed fourth. I was I was really happy with that. For me, it was really something. Uh, it was a next step in my self-confidence journey, hmm. uh, being able to step on stage barely dressed <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and really going there and then really like show, showing my physique. And then obviously from there, from the moment I competed from the first time, uh, I picked up some feedback and I decided to, to get serious about it in the process of that. Mm. I qualified as a personal trainer, started coaching people because they were all amazed by my transformation and the work I've been doing. So I was like, you know what? I could actually help some people, you know? And, and, as as the journey went along, obviously I started learning more. I mean, I'm still learning, and I kept on competing. I mean, these days now I'm focusing on powerlifting. That's what I do personally. Mm. Um, I also I also coach men. Uh, I've got an online coaching platform called Rise Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, we are literally help transform guys, and uh, the transformation we do at Rise is first of all it's a mindset transformation before it becomes physical. So in a nutshell, that's what I do. Um, Obviously, I'm here with Jack. We, we what? What did we meet? I think a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months back, yeah. and and really we clicked straight away. And I'm really, really excited uh, to be on your podcast today. Yeah, oh, me too, mate. Thank you for uh, that that background. Touching on you competing, then how did yeah. you how did you find that your mindset changed then from just going to the gym normally? How did you change your mindset and your training to be able to you know build up to a physique that you're happy with to put on stage? Because this is something that I'm looking to do. I'm looking to compete next year. Uh, oh, yes. so i'm in that process now so it'd be nice to yeah. get your take on that yeah yes yeah. so so first of all the whole competing thing uh i think it just came out of the blues um as i, I mentioned before i was training in a, in a great gym uh, down in coventry future fitness and i had a training partner there back then he was the west midland champion in men physique so we're training together literally reached the stage where we're going set for set reps for reps and he was telling me like dude you've got to do this thing you know and i was just scared i was like no i need to really bring the a package and everything mm. and then there was a local show organized by the gym itself and, and i just signed up for it and uh, gave me i think 16 weeks mm. uh, to prepare for that um in that period of time I, i've learned as much as i could uh, about prepping for a show and and really like for me, the minute I committed to it, I knew that I had to go all the way through. There, there was no more backing down. And it was only like, it was just winning for me regardless because I was always scared of like public speaking, public appearances. Like I, I wasn't really confident with my body. So I was telling, I told myself, if I'm able to actually step on the stage mm. in front of hundreds of people who don't know me and I'm literally naked, mm. The sky's the limit. So that's what I did. And, and, and I'm really happy that actually I placed into, into the top five. I was fourth. I was like, yeah, good. Happy days. And then from there on, like, I, I kept on competing because every competition you pick up on feedback mm. from the judges, it's not just about like the physique. Like, for example, in men physique, it's not just about like the way you look. It's how you present the package. It's learning how to pose. It's really showing that that swagger, that confidence. And, and that's like right now, like I can step on stage and I, I know that, okay, I've got that nailed down. My last physique show was uh, was last year actually. Yeah, it was a West Midlands UK DFBA, and, and that was that, that was a different package. I brought up I brought up more size because I was doing a lot of powerlifting back then as well. And just keep on improving. Next year again, I'm going to have a couple of shows lined up. It never ends, so it's not just like a, a matter of like I'm going to do just that one show. I want to really bring the A package. 
just know that you you're going to keep on improving you're mm. going to keep on improving you want to bring a decent package for you at the, at the first step at the first competition but after that mm. the sky is the limit so yeah if i can give you a piece of advice right now you're planning on competing next year sign up for the competition right now and yeah. then you, you 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 will see that everything you're doing every step you're taking will be with that goal inside and that is something which is extremely powerful Mm, yeah for sure can i ask you a question yeah How, did you play um sport at a competitive level before uh, yeah. you started in the gym yeah I, I mean i played i played basketball all the way when i was when i was 16 17 basketball was my game i was proper into it yeah and, and then after that obviously like it just became a hobby on the side but i played basketball at a competitive level yeah. and that's also one of the reasons why I went to the gym because I was really weak and I was playing in the center position. So I was really getting bullied by the big guys in there. And uh, the, the fact that I played sports really like kind of like triggered my competitiveness when I started obviously competing in uh, in men physique, in powerlifting, even in life as well. I want to win. Everybody yeah. wants to win because losing sucks. But at the same time, when you don't win, like mm. you still... I still see it as a as a learning curve because you're picking so many lessons along the way, and then you can take that as a as a point as a starting point for the next battle. Yeah, it's crazy that you say that because me as well. I've come from a basketball background where I yeah. played, you know, semi-professional yeah. at uni. Uh, yeah. I played for Ireland internationally, and for me, we sort of started at the same point. I started because you know I was fairly fairly well fairly skinny, and you know not happy with what I looked like. So although that I was doing my basketball training and I was doing my strength and conditioning, I would also do my bodybuilding purely for, you know, aesthetics. Yeah, um, yeah. And I, I think that, you know, I'm, I've gone away from that competitive aspect in basketball, but I'm replacing it with the gym now. And yeah. I asked you that question, did you do sport before? Because obviously I think it would be hard for someone, you know, that hasn't had that, you know, ongoing um, amount of competition before to then mm. have that competitive nature in the rest of their life, whether it be the gym, whether it be anything, what work. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely true because I mean most of the competitors I know they come from a sports background. Could mm. be rugby, could be football, could be basketball. I mean, having that goal, sports teaches you so many things. Especially like you have a goal, you want to win, and then there's also the discipline in training, and it's it's very easy to actually go from that to bodybuilding or men physique or powerlifting, whatever it is. Like right now, for every show, for every competition, I actually put my eyes on, I've got a goal. Like usually it's like, okay, get first. But for me, it's like, I want to step on the stage. Next time I'm stepping on the stage, I want to do a men physique show, tall category, and I want to be 95 kilos on stage. Yeah. And that's the first time I competed, that was 89 kgs. And the second time I was 91 so next time I want to be 95. Yeah. So like it's just like keep obviously building muscle mass as I go. Again, the same thing with powerlifting. Again, I've got some numbers. I need to hit those numbers. So again, sports is a great thing. It's a great starting point. And again, if you haven't got a, a sports background, I believe like really focusing on the gym and really like seeing the competitive aspect of things could be helpful as well because you will learn the discipline of the craft. And I think that's a, a skill set which is extremely valuable. Yeah, and you know, like your academy there, the Rise Academy, you talked about, yeah. uh, you know, how uh, the first stage is, is getting, you know, uh, improving them mentally first, but then physically. How yeah. much of that then? How do you go about improving someone's mental attributes? Yeah, yeah. so so, so, so in, with Rise, we've got what we call uh, the trifecta, okay? The trifecta is just those three things which are the foundation of success, the foundation of every single transformation, I think, on planet Earth. And 
the the first thing is obviously we've got like inputs and outputs input is clearly your nutrition output is your exercise that's how you burn your calories and then the motor of this is your mindset okay now how we go about like improving somebody's mindset we all come from different walks of life we all go through different stories and and, and backgrounds and what we do in rise academy when we start the program uh, for a whole week we don't even go to the gym no Nah. <laughs> so, 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 so usually like, cause, cause that was one of my mistakes back then. Like when I decided that I decided that I wanted to go to the gym and then start training, I start digging into like programs, nutrition, all the hacks, all the techniques, the mobility, all, the, the, all this kind of stuff. And I never actually sat down and then get my mind ready for battle. Yeah. So, so, so for example, I've got clients coming in and they've been out of shape their whole life all the way to 30 or 35. And I, and I sit them down and I tell them like, dude, for the past 35 years old, like for the past 35 years, sorry, like you did things which were not benefiting you. Yeah. Now we're going to try to change that for the next probably 20, 30, 40, even for the rest of your life. Hmm. And, and how we go about that, like we've got a whole set of modules. For example, we start with uh, what I call the truth. So this is an assessment whereby uh, the clients come in and they've got to fill a long questionnaire. It's really deep. I think it's... It could take you up to 20 minutes to do it online. Hmm. And it's a questionnaire about like your current situation, how the way you feel about yourself, how the way you look about your, the way you look, uh, how does it impact you on a day-to-day basis? How does it impact your relationship, your job, the way you see yourself, your relationship with your kid, with your wife, like the whole thing, be extremely clear on where you are. Then the second step after the truth is, is the vision. Where do you want to be? Like you got to be clear about that. Hmm. Like, you got to go to have, have a plan which is way over like the six week, the 12 week, uh, the 20 weeks, like whatever it is. I want you to have a plan like for the next years. Mm. So, for example, on my program, um, we've got uh, the lifetime access, which is literally it's, it's a whole year of programming. It's whereby like you come in and we know that for the whole year, we've got a plan mapped out. So we know we account for everything. You've got holidays booked. We account for that as well. Mm. And that's how we get you ready in your head. Because when you know what's ahead of you, you better prepare. It's like when I first started training, I didn't know shit. Like I didn't know anything. Yeah. You know, um, I, I came in, I, I just wanted to lift some heavy weight because I, I, I was told that lifting super heavy is going to make me buff. You know, and by doing that, I got injured. Yeah. And then getting injured, I learned mobility. And every time I got injured, like obviously, like you see, uh, I had kind of a mental breakdown because you injured, you country for a month, maybe three months. Um, I had an injury, I had a back injury. It took me like six months to recover. You know, that was that was really, really hard on my mental. So like preparing the guys for battle is like, dude, at some point you're going to plateau. Just know that. Hmm. At some point, like you, it may not happen. We do everything so that it doesn't happen, but you could get injured. We've got recovery uh methods that you you will have to follow you'll have to back off the weight and then do some mobility stuff this will happen be prepared for that and that's how you get your mindset ready for battle really yeah and i think you know as a coach uh the stuff that you're saying then it's really um you know it's important that you have a plan a long-term plan because nothing good ever comes in the short term and you know i'm not trying to bash any pts even though it sounds like i am sometimes on my my podcast I, I just want the right information out there and the fact that you have such a long questionnaire where yeah. the, you know where your client can you know be true to themselves I think is great Absolutely. because a lot of PTs out there let's be honest they just want to yeah. take people's money put them on a generic plan um, 
you know what I mean? And you're going to get mediocre results. So yeah, by the sounds absolutely. of it, what you're offering is something that's very much, you know, tailored and in-depth. And it, it's, it sounds like it's a lot better than just giving someone, you know, a piece of paper saying, here you go, eat this and you'll look like this. That uh, w- One of the things I've, I've realized is as a society, we kind of like programmed for, 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 the, for the quick fix. Of course, yeah. You know? You know, um, um, I feel a bit overweight and uh, I need a diet. Mm. Dude, you already got a diet. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and, 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 and that's why, like, uh, many PTs in the industry are actually leveraging on that when it comes to their marketing effort and be like, you know what? I've got that quick fix for you. Mm. And, and I've, 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 I always, like, obviously develop myself as a coach because I, I still got so much to learn. And for me, I always go with the long shots. You know, I, I, my client, when they come in, I'm like, dude, we got to work together for like a whole year, man. Mm. That's the reality of it. It's going to cost you money. Mm. I'm, I'm going to be upfront with that. But we got to work together for a whole year. I can give you like a four week, eight week, six week. Actually, as a matter of fact, I've got that. Mm. But it's not going to serve you. Yeah, what's the point? Yeah, exactly. And, 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 and that's why I entered the industry as a coach because I wanted to serve people. And for me, like misleading them and making some quick, bucks like on the side like mm. it's not really helpful and that kind of money never lasts anyway yeah it's very true it's very yeah. true and did you find that you know during your time as in your uh, when you were qualifying to become a pt yeah. yeah did you agree with everything that you had been taught or was it very much everything that you have now would you say mm. that the pt set you up okay but the rest of it's just self-learning and, and progress yeah. absolutely totally i think i think pt sets you up just for for for, for the basic stuff yeah okay um Again, you, you, you go through that. I mean, you're going to go and then do a bit of work with the commercial gym, really learning the skills. You start as a generalist. That's pretty much what it is. It's just like when you just pass your driving license, just, you're very careful, you know, and then and then you start venturing out. And then what I've realized is I, I work very well with guys. We, we get along pretty well. So I start working with guys. And the age range is between 25 to 35. Mm. We get on pretty well. So that's the guys I'm working with. You know, and, and again, starting venturing, especially when it comes to online coaching as well. I wanted to reach people way beyond local areas. Mm. So so like the social media is becomes a, a really, really big tool when it comes to that. And when it comes to PTs, like because there are so many in the industry, like so many. Mm. Yet, I mean, we still, I mean, population is still obese, still dying and but there are so many PTs. Yeah. Clearly, they don't know what they're doing. I, I don't want to bash anybody, but that's the reality of it. We're not doing enough. I think like personal trainers should should take more responsibility for their own you know, for their own learning. For their own learning, I, I con- I'm I'm constantly learning. I'm I'm always reading. I'm always going to um, events to 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 better myself and really talk to the guys on top of the game and be like, yo, how do you do that? Because they've been in the game for like 10, 15, 20 years. I've been in the game for like four. Yeah. You know, so 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 that's that that's really like when you've got to keep developing having that level three is, is pretty easy it's a six-week course yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah you can't be an expert after six weeks and, in anything exactly you can't be an expert and again yeah. like with, with the different type of clients you work with as well bearing in mind is something which is extremely like uh, it's, it's, you've got to be very personable so like every yeah. time i always learn from my clients i always learn like how I could improve things change things like right now i'm, I'm working with a, with a partner company and uh, hmm. We 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 aiming to to deliver the meals to our clients now because quite a few of our clients struggling with that side. I'm like, okay, you know what? We're going to get your meals sorted. So now you've got no excuse now. <laughs> yeah. You know, 
So, so always coming from a position of service and keep improving, keep learning. I think that's something which is extremely important. Yeah. Right? That's, that, that's what I'm doing anyway. Like, yeah. Just try things. For sure, mate. I've seen it on your social media. We were talking before this podcast started, you know, yeah. that you're at yeah. the Peak Summit and I saw you with the, you know, Phil Lerney's M1 Nutritional Planning in yeah. hand. Yeah. Recently, yeah. one of my good friends, right, he, um, like his girlfriend was basically getting um, PT'd at like a, a generic gym. I won't say what gym or call anyone out, but yeah. she, he basically sent her nutritional plan over to me for a second opinion because I'm fairly mm-hmm. big into nutrition. I really enjoy mm-hmm. it. Do you know what I mean? I do people's plans for them. Um, and some of the stuff that I saw on that plan, it just upset me, man. I was just like, mm. she, this girl's looking to lose weight and he's got her on, you know, f- two, 4,000 calorie refeeds in a week. Like, that's what I bulk on. Do you know what I mean? Um, so this is what I'm saying. the fact that you're, you know, you're going out there and you are learning uh, different aspects, yeah. not, not less outside of training, like nutrition and stuff is great. It's great to see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you have to, I... I mean, yesterday, um, well, yeah, yesterday actually, I, I had a guest on the podcast as well. Uh, she she's a PT and she specializes with uh, she works with uh, what's that uh, diabetes? Yeah, people with diabetes on the and and again that that that's one of the things I haven't come across yet as a as a coach. Yeah. But I believe that when you have a client who's got either a type one or a type two, there is a way to approach that, mm. and they don't teach you that at PT school. Yeah, you know, I mean, you got to go in and learn again. And again, it's one of those things like if you want to really become an expert in nutrition as well. There are some courses, certification for, from, for, for that. And nothing beats like hands-on learning experience, like going to the peak summit and talking to guys like Phil, who is really big into, into the whole diabetes scene. It, it, it was extremely useful for me because I was like, wow. And I got a field uh, nutrition programming book as well, which is great, by the way. Uh, go get it if you haven't got it already. Yeah. And, and, and again, like you learn so much and you realize that, wow, I could do that. I could change that. And, and, and you see the way people perceive it straight away because you come from a position of service again. Yes, very and true. People come to us because they have a problem and we need to help them fix that. Mm. It's not just, dude, I'm... I'm if somebody comes to me and tell me, yo, I'm, I'm going on holidays, I need to be raped, I'm like, yeah, cool, that's fine. We, we, we do that, okay? We've got eight weeks, we've got to do what what we need to do. But mm. at the end of the day, like, there is, a, there is an underlying issue there. Mm. And that's why I come from the mindset perspective. Like, if you want to go on holidays, you want to look good, clearly you've got self-confidence issue. Let's talk about that. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, then, and then once that's sorted, and then we, we, we have something in place. If you come out from your holidays, I'll be like, you don't want to go back to where you used to be, you know? You need to actually stay on top of the game and then obviously like be proud of yourself. Yeah, that is a big thing as well, being proud of yourself because oh, yeah. I was on a podcast uh, last week, was it now? And we were talking about, you know, why people have these habits and why people eat what they eat and do what they do. And if you can imagine like you're sat in an office, you know, nine to five, you have an absolute shit bus that's down your neck. And, you know, the only thing that makes you happy at the end of the day is that nice sugary donut. Do you know what I mean? You yeah. can't blame people like that, but like you're saying, it's just educating them. Do you know what I mean? And get yeah. them to change their mindset. You know, like it's 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 very, it's one of those things. We do it in Rise Academy as well. It's called habit hacking. Yeah. Um, as part of this whole uh, transformation, when we start, because most people know what their problem is. Hmm. You you ask a guy who is uh, overweight, out of shape, he's going to tell you straight away, like, dude, I eat too much. I eat too much at my desk. Um, over the weekend, I probably have like 10 pints with some donuts. He knows that. Now, the, the, the thing we need to do as as coaches and personal trainers is coming up and then 
finding the root cause of that. Mm. And sometimes you'll have to go as far back as the childhood to realize that that was comfort back then, the dollars, mm. you know? And then really like, we, we, we do something in the program, we got like a 21 day to really get over those habits, really like learning how to, to learn the triggers of those things. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 sometimes, even today, there was a football today, I two pints and I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. I'm like, good. I enjoy the football. It's okay. It's fine. It's accounted for. Yeah. It's really making them knowing that you can have those things in moderation and make sure that it's accounted for. Because yeah. the approach could be like, let's get rid of it. And then in the slimming clubs and, and all those kind of things, they will tell you, they will classify food as good and bad. Yes. Just bad. look at it. Just calories, dude. It's just calories. <laughs> I, say, I say this all the time. If someone wants yeah. to get lean, literally, yeah. you can get lean and just eat chocolate if you wanted yeah. to, to stay under yeah. the amount of calories. But people don't it's, understand that. Exactly. It's just calories. There's no good food or bad food. It's just calories. Mm. And, and and we don't want to demonize food. Food is, is, is a source of energy. Like, I... I mean, my missus, obviously, she, she, she used to be obese back then. She had a huge transformation. Even after our baby... She lost 90 pounds, mm. yeah, 90 pounds within six months after she had a baby. And uh, she, she, because she, she used to be obese and all that, she, she really hates sugar. I mean, she reached the stage now she can't literally feel sugar in something. And because of that, everything in the house is pretty much sugar-free. Yeah. <laughs> and we had some blood tests recently. And um, the doctor told me, like, dude, you need some sugar. My, my sugar level is low. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, 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 so I was telling her like, we, we need some sugar because she's all, all, obviously she's using like sweeteners and so, all the stuff. Like, but I need more sugar. So get me some donuts. Mm. It's just calories. I don't, I don't see food as demon. It's just fuel. As yeah. I say, it's just the inputs that trifecta I was referring uh, to earlier. Yeah. There are definitely some foods, you know, that are more nutrient dense, you know, like, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think yeah. it, it is just educating people that look, if you're, goal is solely to lose weight you can yeah. eat what the fuck you want to eat just in a deficit do you know what i mean it's fine I, um, as part of my of my market research i mean i mean many groups like those groups online slimming group and all these kind of things and and i mean props to everybody who is trying yes definitely. I, I really i really like people be like you know what that's it i need to make a change and, and because the industry is like in, in this industry, there are so many different opinions. Mm. Yet, the basic fundamental is, is the same thing, man. Like, it's calories in and out. Like, everybody knows that. Yeah. You know, but, 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 but because there are so many opinions, so many different ways of doing things, people feel like, oh, I've got to do that. No, you don't. Yeah. First of all, you already got a diet. Mm. It's messy, but it's a diet. You don't need a diet. And I hate using the word diet anyway because it's got such a, a negative, negative yeah. application. Yeah. I, I hate the, the, the word diet. I think... Everybody got a nutrition plan he's following. So let's just fix that. And then let's just understand what's the root cause behind everything. Because there's a root cause behind everything. Like, dude, you sit down and then you eat a dozen of donuts, clearly something is wrong with you. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Mm. And, 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 and that's, that's really what uh, we do in Rise, really like look at that side of things before getting technical. Because, again, you can do so much burpees and, and, and I don't know, squat and bench press. You can do so much of that. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think, you know, these uh, like Slimming World and Weight Watchers, they're great yeah, for yeah. bringing people together. But in terms yeah, of some, yeah. of the, some of the information, you know, that my, yeah. own, my own mom does, you know, has done these before. Yeah. Um, you know, where essentially you can have as much as you want of like a certain carbohydrate. And I'm just like, if yeah. I was eating all that, you know, I'd be the size of a house. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, they still use the same principle underlying it. They're just masking it some way because it's still like a caloric deficit. Yeah. It is. And, 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 and just what they're doing to make people actually cut the bad habit is, you know, this is bad. Don't do it. End of story. Yeah. It's not up for discussion. Yeah. You know, and uh, that, 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 that's, that's how they do it. I mean, they're big companies. They got huge marketing budgets behind them as well. So then we keep spreading the words and, uh, you know, as, as, as a professional, as a PT, I mean, I've got my opinion on them. I think most clients, when I used to work with females, uh, most of my female clients, they've all been on Slimming World and Weight Watchers. Yeah. All of them, mm. you know? And, and at some point, they realized that, okay, it's not working because they do this thing. I think every week they have the, the meeting or whatever it is. And everybody is just tapping you in the back. Oh, you did well. No, you didn't do well. You just put two pounds on. Yeah. Somebody got to tell you that shit. You know? <laughs> I mean, I always, I, always, I always tell my clients, dude, you know what? If you fuck it up, I'll tell you you fuck it up. Mm. And don't come to me. I'm not going to comfort you just because you pay me. Just take your money and go. Because you pay me to get results. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I know that there will, be, there will be a point where you're going to rebound. There will be things happening. That's cool. But if it does happen mm. weeks on weeks, dude, we have a problem. You're not sticking to the plan. Yeah. So let's sure. just confront the beast. Because most coaches don't like to confront the beast and the problem. Be like, dude, he's paying me. I don't want to lose our clients. Mm. Dude, do you mess it up? Yeah, for sure. Simple as that. Like, why? What's wrong? Like, prove me that you actually. I, I, I make my clients send me pictures of every single meal. Yeah. So they're account- accountable. Picture. Yeah. So they're yeah. accountable. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you tag me. You, you, you make a story and I want to see a video. Tag me on it. I want to see that. You know what I mean? And, 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 and that is really that level of accountability. And I know that we adults and we should be able to take care of ourselves. But when you, you, you become entrenched so much over such a long period of time of bad habits, mm. it's really hard to actually change that. And you need extreme accountability. Yeah, no, definitely. It sounds like a good idea. And I've, I've, I've heard of people doing that before and I thought it was a good idea. Yeah, let's yeah, go. Know. Let's go off on a tangent real quick then. Yeah. So yeah. say you've passed this sort of, uh, you know, you've, you've, you've instilled some, some good mindset into these people now. How, <laughs> what, what about training? So like, yeah. how, what's your take on, you know, like starting uh, like structuring a good training program? Obviously, it's going to be person dependent. Yeah, um, yeah. But, you know, you have experience with like men's physique yeah. and you obviously now power lift. Obviously, it'd be great to hear your opinion on training. Yeah. Well, training in general, I mean, that's the second part of the trifecta is the output. That's how you burn your calories. That's how you, you expend them, you, you, you spend them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would say, again, you need to look at the goal. Yeah. Look at the end goal of it. Okay? I started powerlifting because I wanted to add some tissues on my leg. Simple as that. <laughs> you know, I was like, dude, you're squatting like four or five times in a week. That's good. Yeah. And, and you start looking at the end goal. First of all, there is the whole thing we need to start looking at the programming how we're going to approach it okay you can't ma- be maxing out every week that's just dumb okay second thing again you, you need to have like some sort of a progressive overload happening there mm. okay so i mean what, what what we do at rise like we have like four week cycle okay so like for a four week period we're going to focus for example on speeds agility and a little bit of power depending on the lift and then we're going to have some accessory lifts on the back end of that. Mm. Now, there will be a number of sets. There will be a number of reps. There will be the tempo get, get, getting into that as well. Now, depending on which phase you are in the program, okay, let's say that right now you're trying to kind of like get leaner. Then we're going to start using things like the tempo work. We're going to start upping the number of reps, the intensity, or even the number of sets, reducing the rest period. That's what we're going to, 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 to do. But when we first start training into the program, 
we do purely barbell movements, okay? Mm. Um, if, if you're coming from a weight loss perspective, we're going to do a little bit of like high intensity training to make sure that you can move. Uh, we've got a part of the program where we do a lot of mobility and movement exercise to make sure that you don't wreck yourself. Mm. And we're going to do a lot of barbell movements. So we, I want to make the foundation bang on. So we're going to do like some bench press, some um, overhead, overhead press. We're going to do some squats, some deadlifts, some bend over rows everything with the barbell i want you to be super comfortable with it because it's very easy to obviously use a machine at the gym they're very convenient but nothing beats the barbell absolutely sure. nothing okay when you get that right obviously you're going to get your posture in check mm. then we're going to start moving into like some accessory exercise using some machines really uh, doing some drop sets supers and stuff like that so the way the program my program is 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 set up and again that's just a framework we just keep changing it um based on individuals if you're coming from a fat loss perspective uh, for the first for the first four weeks, we're going to do uh, a lot of high-intensity training and then some uh, basic foundation on the barbell. Mm. And then for the other four weeks, we're going to remove the high-intensity and then obviously go barbell uh, work plus accessory. Then another four weeks when we start introducing things like the tempo work and then increase, obviously, uh, the number of sets, the number of reps we're doing. And then, again, after another four weeks, which is like one, two, three, that's like the 16th week now, yeah. we do what we call a consolidation. So we kind of like have like one week when we're going to be like going hard on the high-intensity stuff. Another week, we're going to go really hard on the heavy stuff. Another week is going to be really hard on um, the number of reps and then so on and so forth. Hmm. So, again, programming exercising is really down to individuals, but like you need to have progressive overload. That's pretty clear. You, there need to be some sort of progress at some point because uh, as a human being, you can only do that much weight over a certain period of time, you're going to get stronger anyway. And extremely important, like the mobility stuff, like mm -hmm. I make my guys spend 15, min 15 minutes before every single workout or even after doing mobility drills. Extremely important. And I, I paid the price because I literally got all type of injuries. Yeah, I did back then, like everything. And get your mobility done right. Yeah, I think, I think it's definitely an area that isn't focused on enough is mobility, mm. even with myself. Like, yeah. it wasn't until I was starting to get impingements in my shoulders where, you know, I'd start to warm up my rotator cuffs yeah. and all yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah. How much yeah. focus do you put on uh, recoverability, you know, like with your clients? Obviously, they're doing, yeah. they might not have necessarily been so active before. They're yeah. going to get, you know, beaten up in the gym. Mm. Do you have any sort of advice for them to maximize their recoverability? Yeah, well, first of all, another thing we do as on the program is, uh, I mean, to recover, you need to sleep well. I mean, sleep is extremely important. I'm really, really big on sleep. Like, I don't make the guys actually have a, an alarm to wake up. We have an alarm to go to bed. Yes. Because I, I, I always tell them, like, dude, bad things happen when you have too much time. Hmm. So, so I have, I have an alarm to go to bed. For I, I do that personally, and they probably see me, like, every morning, like, dude, I'm up at half four every, every day. How do you do that? Dude, I sleep at half nine. <laughs> similar as that you know and, and and really like that's that's one of the big things i need seven hours every day okay now this number is different for everybody else for some sure. people they do six hours they're fine some do eight they need eight some need ten doesn't matter just get your sleep in okay second thing when it comes to the training uh depending on where you are again and depending on like your your schedule with work with other commitment we really try to fit that in so for example when we start uh, on the, from a fat loss perspective uh, we're training only three times in a week. That's one hour each. So that's three hours in a week. That's less than 2% of your weekly time. Mm. Okay. And, and again, what, what we do, we do like one day on, one day off, one day on, one day off. So you just, I'm just giving you the program. You've got to slot that in whichever way you want. You can do like Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, or you can do like Fridays, 
Saturday and Sunday and then take the rest of the week off. So like really make that work for you. At the end of the day, I, I look at things on a weekly basis. Like we, we do a weekly check-in for the weight. Uh, we, we look at the calories, the macros on a weekly basis. Like everything's on a weekly basis, not on a daily basis. So like that's how we look at things. And uh, recovery is extremely important. You got to sleep more, mm. get an alarm to go to bed. Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, this is something that's coming out more and more over uh, the last few years is about the, the importance of sleep because social media will tell you, you know, that you really have to be grinding all all day, every day, you know, to get ahead in life. Nah. And especially you coming from a fat loss perspective, you've got like your hormones, like leptin and ghrelin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, all over the place, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's mad. Yeah. And yeah. did you hear much of that at that peak summit? What type of yeah. stuff were you listening to from there? Yeah, yeah. So, so, so down there again, the guys they were always they, they were reminding us to really come from the from the service perspective, and like we come into somebody's life. I mean, as coach, like as a savior, kind of. Okay. So, so when we when we get a client and when we do a first consultation, we really like really want to see like, okay, where are those pain points? Where where are those problem areas? And that's how we need to intervene straight away um, I haven't got it here actually uh, I haven't got it here I was about to show you uh, the journal I give the guys so when it comes to that like I've got a journal uh, I give to every single one of my clients and this is a journal where they log literally everything they will log the workout they've done they will log um, their daily success like what have you done today which is actually a success it could be anything just write it down okay just take five minutes write your daily goals and write down how many hours you sleep mm. like, like you need that and um, this device here is good. It, it, I mean, it just opens the door to everything in the world. I mean, everything's just a click away here. But at the same time as well, it could be a problem because most people, the first thing they do when they wake up, they check their phone. Hmm. First, the, the last thing they touch before going to bed is also the phone. And so really like learning how to control that environment is extremely important. And uh, what I've picked on from the Peak Summit is finding hacks and ways to really like help your clients in that direction. So if somebody... I've got the, there was a pity there. Uh, his clientele was really busy executive. You know, they're always on the phone, phone calls, conference calls, emails all the time, all the time. And, and, and he really had to like put his foot down and be like, you know what? First of all, yeah, I know you, 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 you're a big guy, you're a boss and whatever it is, but you hired me yeah. to make your life better. And I want you to commit to that. For just a week, let's just do it for a week. Hmm. And I guarantee you that you will see your life changing. You will see your perspective on life changing. You will feel much more energized. And the guy was, he was a bit surprised because none of the PT he worked with before could actually put his foot down and be like, listen, man, this is what we've got to do. You know, because I, I, I love working with clients, but clients also, they always come up with excuses. And, 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 and you've got to actually be professional in the approach of, We've got to do that when you actually absolutely certain that this is the right way for that particular person. And um, we've got a weekly mastermind on Rise. Like every week, I sit down for an hour and everybody comes on the call. Um, they ask questions in the comment. I just answer everybody and stuff. And I really create that sense of community. And everybody comes there and then shares every anything. It doesn't have to be about like the biceps curl. Right? I mean, we still check the forms and everything, but it could be anything. Like. You, you you had a shitty week at work, as you were mentioning before, and then you just don't feel like it. Or you finish work, I don't know, 7, 8 p.m., and you don't feel like exercising, mm. you know? And how about, like, dude, how about we wake up, like, an hour early? Yeah. We do that. 
Yeah, you know? it's, it's like a, it seems like a fine line to cross because you know you, yeah. at one point you've got their best interests in heart, but and on the other yeah. stage, you know they're a real people. Do you know what I mean? They're not robots. Exactly, they are real people. It's, it's such a fine line, and I'm, in my experience as a coach, like there, there there was some point that I went over that line. Yeah. And I learned from it straight away because you know straight away you're like oh shit I messed up, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and and you're like okay this is not going to happen again. Yeah. Because you've got to learn from that. Like, despite everything we see on social media, like, as personal trainers and coaches, we're not perfect. We're still going on our own journey as well uh, to keep getting better, to keep improving, to keep obviously like growing our business as well. So we 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 constantly learning and. Uh, mm. People always ask us questions, but we, we learn a lot from that. I mean, I've got clients who asked me questions before, and I was like, dude, I don't know. But you know what? Give me six hours. I'm going to get an answer for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so, so these kind of things happen. And, and, and that, like, you don't have to lie to people. No. You know? Because sometimes you get asked a question, you're like, oh, shit. And, and then you, 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 why will you make up a lie? Like, that's somebody's life depending on what you're about to say. Because people will take your words because you're pity, because you did a six-week course, then we take it as like God's word and, and, and they will really go and start and mm. implementing everything you say. If you're not sure, just go check, man. Yeah. That's what I do. Honestly, I do that when I get asked a question, even if it's not personal training, coaching related, even if it's business, I'm like, let me check. Mm. Yeah, let it's check. accountability on your behalf, really. And it's yeah. good that oh, you, yeah. you know you can be honest. I was always told that, uh, you know, in the job that I work in, I get asked questions that I literally haven't the foggiest and if I, you know, if I lie to the, to the, you know, the person that's asked me the question, it puts someone's life at risk. Exactly. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So this is the thing. I think it's all about being, you ask your clients to be accountable, but you also have to be accountable. One thing, one thing that I wanted to really talk on, you know, we're both content creators. Uh, yeah. You know, you're very active on social media. Where did your social media journey start and how has it, how has it impacted your business and, you know, your, your, your growth really? Well, um, I've, I've been on social media for some time, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm, my, my Facebook account, I had it in 2008. Hmm. I my personal Facebook. And since then, obviously, I've been riding the waves with, with social media. Every single social media which which came out, I was playing with it. It wasn't until uh, two years ago that I actually started taking social media seriously. Yeah. And most people may not know it. Um, I used to run the gym. I used to run my gym in Chelmsley Woods uh, here in Birmingham. Obviously, I shut it because we have some problem with the owner. And obviously, I've got another gym in the pipeline sometime next year. Nice. And, nice. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I always keep that on the low because, you know, hmm. people and obviously the competition and stuff. But I only started taking social media really serious when I had my gym. And I realized that I could reach so many people. I mean, it, it's just ridiculous, you know. And first of all, with the quality of the content. And second, the power of that, the 360 shareability of, uh, mm. of, of of what I do. And then, obviously, the paid advertising as well. And uh, I, I run a few tests when I had the gym. Um, I used to run flyers. And I used to run social media campaigns. And the social media campaign were bringing me more. So I was like, okay, that's the way, you know. And then now, for me, like, as a content creator, I think for the past, for the past six months, um, I, I've, I've really, really started investing in myself. And, and into learning my craft when it comes to social media content and everything. And I've learned this one thing is there's no perfect social media. There's no like Instagram is the best. Facebook is crap. Nah, I mean, what, whichever social media platform the, the, my audience is on, yeah, I have to be there. Yeah. 
and then I have to be there in quantities. So for me, it's like I'm working with. I've, I've got a, a, a team now. We kind of like. I mean, we just started uh, curating content for me and all these kind of things. But I tell them like, dude, find content. Give me ideas. I need to post ten times on Instagram. Yeah. I need twenty-five stories, and and, and that's because again. It's such a noisy marketplace. It really is. And yeah. for, it's extremely noisy. It's extremely competitive. Everybody is on it. Um, most people are consuming it, but from the creator side as well, it's extremely noisy. And you've got to show up every day. You have. And that's when I realized that from it, the impact on my business when I decided to to tenex all my social media. Wow. Because back then I was just playing with it, but like right now I'm like, dude, you've got to tenex everything. Like I do a podcast every day. Mm. It's going to be good. There will be the good, the bad, the ugly. It's every day. It's out. <laughs> you know, I don't even look at the stats of it. That's the thing. I'm like, it's not like I don't care about the quality of it. Yeah. It's because I know that I, I personally get better through frequency. The more I do something, the more I learn the same thing with like my video editing. Like at first I was playing with it. I was just looking at YouTube, Google tutorials and stuff. I was just playing with it. And then it got to the point when I had to hire somebody to do the work for me. Mm. And I realized that, oh, shit, I got some advanced skills here. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's just, again, it's just a matter of, like, quantities repeated over and over. And social media, I think, is, is there to stay. It's really changing the way we're interacting with brands. And it's, it's, it's extremely important to be big there, be present. Mm. People know that, okay, this is all it is, what it does. Yeah. Oh, this is Jack. It's about this life, you know. Yeah. And, and having that, 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 that avenue to reach to clients. I mean, I can't tell you, like, how many people just randomly be like oh you know what i just saw your post and and and, and I, I really like it or I, I always have something out there anyway and mm. um, there was i've got a video out there now uh it's about like wrist mobility yeah and i got that uh who just texted me and then he was like yeah i'm playing golf uh, my wrist is really acting up and i tried it for the literally for the past three days and i feel super awesome and i was like good good man That's you cool. know so, so 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 that that again is 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 you've got to be in there i mean the, from the business standpoint, you cannot neglect social media. And it's not to say that it's going to take out the human touch because I still take my phone and then call my clients. Yeah. Still have the call. Like today, this Sunday morning, I was out in Stafford with a client because we still meet face to face again. Yeah. So so I'm always moving. My social media is kind of like the entry where everybody comes through and it's extremely important to me. Yeah, no, I've been, uh, you know, on that same journey since March, really. I don't even know what yeah. spurred it. I just basically had this idea about starting this podcast mm-hmm. uh, last year because I listened to and I, I consume so many podcasts on my commutes to work. And, you yeah. know, I thought the conversations that I'm having with people, uh, be work colleagues or, you know, partner, uh, my partner or, you know, my friends, I think yeah. my, uh, some people can take some value out of listening to this. Uh, yeah. yeah. and it's, uh, I, I've got a... I got the podcast I do every now and then when my missus is there. We just sit down together and then we just press record. It's some useless, stupid conversation a couple couples usually have. But we just put it out and we had a lady who reached out recently and she's like, I mean, you guys are just two bunch of crazy, man. <laughs> and, 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 and although you're crazy, like, this, the stuff you say makes sense. Yeah. As I thank you. Well, at least you found value in it. And mm. People say that social media is kind of like disconnecting people. I think it's is getting us like together and it's really showing like who you really are. Because if I've got to put 25 stories out in a day, dude, you know who you're dealing with. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't need to watch it be like, uh, okay, let me go on his website, buy his shit, and then hopefully he's a nice guy. <laughs> you know you know if you like me or not. <laughs> yeah. I think honesty sells most now because there is so, – I mean, you're on social media as much as I am. How yeah. much fake shit there is out there. Oh, yeah. Honesty Lord, is – you Lord. see the, the people, the influence that are honest, they're the people yeah. that tend to be doing the best. You know what I mean? They have the most yeah. trust. They're, the people yeah. have the most trust in them. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, it, it's easy to fake shit. And, and – because people will always be be attracted by the flashy stuff. Mm. And as human beings, it's our nature, man. I mean, if you see a girl with some giant boobs and ass on Instagram, you're like, whoa, everybody's going to stop on his on their feet. Mm. Yeah, they're probably going to get a double tap. And then that's about it. Mm. You know, I mean, if, if you're lazy and then you just keep putting your ass out there and then it works for you, well, not really because you just want to get the attention. Yeah. And that, that that's, that's one of the things I've realized now these days. Um, on Instagram, everybody who used to play the fake cards, or uh, look at me, I've got big muscle, look at me, I've got a big ass or big boobs. Now they start to actually come out and they start talking to the camera, actually do videos where we see their actual face, mm. not just like body parts. And, and are, they've just realized that, okay, it's important because people want to have a connection with people. They don't just want to, just want somebody they can relate to, connect with, and, and really like, you know, feel like, okay, I know this person. Because I'm sure there are some people mm. uh, on your social media, even on mine, like I look at them like, dude, I know this guy, man. Like, cause you see his day through social media, you know he's real, you know he's not like staging everything. Like, I, I used to go through the, I, I've been through the stage where I wanted everything to be perfect. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? My social media is not even that big. I don't really care. I'm like, okay, do I really have like thousands of friends in real life? Hmm. Not really, you know what I mean? So I don't really care, but like, for, for me, it's like, I'm really, when there's that one person I can connect with, I'm like, okay, good. You know, I know like, for example, the top 10, 15 people who are always looking at my stories, I'm like, yeah, those guys, yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're on my side. Like loyal, yeah. Yeah. It's like building yeah. loyal friends. Um, I, I, I love the game, it's not going to change anyway. <laughs> no, no, I can't see it changing either. And you know, it's very good. I've been listening to Gary Vee's book, I'm Crushing It. Oh, yeah. And uh, some of the, some of the, you know, his predictions for the future and his ideas, it just, they're great for content creators and people with their own businesses because, you know, he speaks so openly about it, how he's been wrong in the past about different social media platforms and his strategy for growing, you know, Instagram, yeah. Snapchat. Everyone's lost, uh, forgotten Snapchat. Do you know what I mean? And you know what? Going, like, that's the funny thing. Like, I'm still on Snapchat. By the way, it's my name everywhere on my social media. Check me out. <laughs> and you know, Snap, I, I love it because... I use I use them all. Yeah. You know, I mean this piece of content we're doing right now. Mm. I mean, I hope you you recorded the video. You better be recording the video. <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> but it's it, it's okay if you're not like but I'm going to create loads of content from it. I'm going to create a blog which is going to go on Medium, on LinkedIn, and on my website. Mm. I'm going to have like a couple of one minute videos if you have the videos, of course. I have. Uh, which <laughs> I'm going to go on Instagram. A couple of stories, even if you don't have the videos, you can play with the audio and then do some uh, stuff on it. You know, like like from from one piece of content, I can create like ten or twenty, mm. and 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 that's the thing. I like just multiply it, push it out, and then come back again. Because right now we're just sitting here. It's Sunday. It's like what nine p.m. and then we're just having a meaningful conversation from mm. two guys who didn't know each other. I don't know a month ago. We connected through social media, and then here I am. I'm your podcast. You will certainly be on mine in the next couple of days and weeks. And then and then that's it. You know, because we click, because you saw the real me, I saw the real me. I'm like, you know what? I like this guy. Yeah. Let's do something. Yeah. You know, and, and I I love I love connecting with like-minded people. That's really why I'm using social media so much. Because when I, I find somebody on the same wavelength, mm -hmm. I'm like, Yes, you're a good man. 
Yeah. Let's do something together. Any way I can help out your business, whatever you're doing, if I know something. I think you reached out to me like for some editing stuff, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, yo, I screenshot my stuff. I was like, yo, that's how I do it. Yeah. You know, because I, I remember like when I was trying to do this, dude, it took me four hours like at night. And I was like, ah. So I don't want you to go through that. But, you know, that's going to save you five minutes at least. Yeah, for sure. No, it's, <laughs> it's definitely. And I think this platform that we're on now, you know, this is going out on my podcast. This yeah. is something, you know, that wasn't necessarily cool a few years ago. People are like, what? Like, they'd rather listen to, you know, Jay-Z's new album in their car. Yeah. But now yeah. everyone yeah. is absorbing yeah. podcasts. Yeah. And I think yeah. that, we, you know, we're, we're in at the right time because... Voice. Yeah, yeah. voice, man. Like, like I, I've been listening to so many podcasts. Even right now, I've got so many books. I buy them, but I listen to the audiobook version of it. Yeah. Because um, in the car, my phone, and in the gym, and whatever it is, and I just come back to the book, just like highlight stuff and everything. I think voice is a is a big thing. It's mm. really, really big, and it's going to disrupt a lot of things. Um, well, the world keeps changing, and as a matter of fact, like as human beings, like you either adapt or you perish, especially when it comes to business, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to run an ad in like a newspaper. Like mm. it's, that's just being stupid. I'm just going to go and give my money to Facebook, Instagram, be like, yo. Show my stuff to some people. If yeah. they like, they're going to come. Yeah, and and, and, and that, that's how it's going to be for a foreseeable future, I believe. Yeah, for sure. Listen, before we wrap up, I've got a little question for you. Yes. Um, what three tips, or it can be a number of tips, would you? What pieces of advice would you give to someone you know that's just starting out that wants to find some good information? Uh, where's the best places to look for them? You know, they haven't got a clue about nutrition. They've got a clue about training. They don't know what to do. They're slightly overweight. What advice would you have for them? Same thing, the trifecta, man. Um, I, 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 I would say the trifecta. Like, you can't go wrong with that. It's, it's. I think it's you, you can't destroy destroy it as well. First thing, um, if you're coming into to, into the whole gym training diet, you start following like the whole hashtag fitness on Instagram. Um, dude, get your head right. Mm. Okay, get your head right. Just know that you want to transform your life, your body. It's not just something you will do for your holidays, for your wedding, for a date. It's going to be for the rest of your life. You start with your body for the rest of your fucking life. Mm. And, 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 and just know that. And when you will go on that journey, there will be bumps. Mm. It's never smooth. Like, look at all the big guys, all the people you look up to. They are challenges. So it's going to be hard. There will be some days you don't feel like it. It's going to be hard. And I guarantee you that you will feel like you want to quit. Mm. So get your head right. Second thing, when it comes to like input, like nutrition, I mean, there are so many diets out there. Dude, you've already got a diet, okay? Fix it. Don't go and pick up a new one. Fix the one you own now. Like, intermittent fasting works for me. Hmm. It may not work for some people. It works for me. Like, I woke up this morning, um, had breakfast at eight. My second meal was at half six. Hmm. It works for me. It may not work for you. Maybe if you're the kind of sp- of person who likes snacking a lot, so like start looking at okay, you know what? I want to be on a deficit, and I'm going to have like snacks spread out throughout the day. Mm. It doesn't have to be hard. Like if it's so hard that you can't explain it to a total stranger, don't do it. That's that's what I would I, I would say about nutrition and like all the supplements. Don't even get me started there. And then again, the output when it comes to exercise, the goal of exercising is the output. So you got to get moving. You got to train. You got to burn some calories there. Mm. And while you do that, you want to be building some muscles, ideally, otherwise, what's the point? Why would you do that if you don't actually end up looking good, <laughs> you know? So, 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 so learn your crafts. Mm. Um, there, are, there are a lot of resources, of course, um, when it comes to there's Google, YouTube, whatever it is. One hack I want to give you guys, um, your audience, is 
I don't search stuff on Google anymore when I want solid information. I go on uh, scholar.google.com. Ah, uh, yes. So you, you get real academic article. Usually they are funded, so it's proper doctors, physicians coming up. They call PhD in sports science and all this kind of stuff. Mm. So they know their craft. The article will be boring. It's not going to be as as glamorous as a daily mail article, the sun or the mirror, mm. but it's going to be real facts, real information, real science-backed uh, facts. So that's what I would say. Use the trifecta again, man. Like, you can't go wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, get your head right. Nutrition, again, dude, you got a diet. You don't need to actually go change anything. You got a diet, fix it. And then when it comes to training, like, learn your craft. Learn to listen to your body. Extremely important. Mobility is, is extremely important. It's like gold. And then read some articles, man. Read some articles on training. People did so many, so much research. Whatever it is, German volume. Um, whatever you do, you, you do, there is some articles and studies about it. Just read. And then this simple as that yeah for sure well you heard it here first ladies and gentlemen this is re- <laughs> this has been recorded on a sunday there is some monday motivation for you go out there and get it listen ali mate thank you so much for coming on man and uh you know like you said we connected over social media you're a very like-minded individual and i'm so happy with the you know the way your social media account's going it makes me happy seeing the content that you put out every day um so let's keep doing you bro it's good man thank you Thank you. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks Thanks for having me, man. It's been an absolute pleasure. And you a star, man. That's all we have time for today, guys. Look, I really hope you enjoyed that episode of the podcast. And I'm sorry it's been so long. Uh, they'll become a lot more frequent now that I'm back in the swing of things. If you did enjoy this uh, episode, I would greatly appreciate a review uh, on iTunes. It's how the podcast grows. It's how it, it's how it gets into the uh, the charts and all that good stuff. Ali's Instagram will be linked in the show notes so go and check him out like I said that guy um, has got a lot of information a lot of great content on his social media platforms and he's only going to improve Um, also if you haven't checked out my YouTube channel uh, head over to that if you type in Jack McDonald it'll be the first thing that pops up I think I've got four episodes out at the minute uh, by the time I'm recording this podcast and you know there's going to be many more episodes on there many more vlogs uh, and somebody from Feature Ali as well which would be great Um, thank you as always for for listening I really really do appreciate it and all the support I've been getting over the past few months has been absolutely crazy it's crazy to think that I started this thing back in March uh, and you know it's the middle of July now and just how much it's grown in that short period of time Um, you know been able to take you guys along the way is something that I'm thoroughly enjoying at the minute thank you for listening and I'll catch you in the next one have a great day